Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, basketball, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and the easiest way to place all of your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games that are available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And this, of course, is the Power Rankings podcast, a.k.a. the Power Rankings show. That is the uh, voice of at Marcus underscore Mosher. We are looking at picks for this week. We didn't do any picks last week. We did the most meandering podcast of all time last night. <laughs> we just saw a team helmet and started talking about all sorts of stuff. Uh, but we also rank the team. So uh, if you didn't check out that podcast, you want to hear our power rankings. Marcus actually did it this week because I was out. And so I didn't feel comfortable ranking the teams given that I missed so much football. And I'm going to tell you the one team that I really don't know jack about this year that I'm uh, going to have to watch closely this weekend. But we'll get to that uh, when we get to their pick. Uh, that said, Marcus has gone through all the lines. Sir, are you uh, are you feeling pretty good about your picks this week? Yeah, we're going to do everything possible to not talk about Taylor Swift today. I know everybody, every yeah. other football podcast is talking about the Swifties and Taylor Swift and all that stuff. We're going to avoid it. So actually, me just mentioning it probably means that we didn't do our job. So, oh, well. Yeah, you know, uh, it's we did uh, have a little conversation today, and I had a little idea. Just uh, Marcus said, hey, why don't you mention this on the podcast? So I'll just mention my little football theory idea. This is more like, instead of game theory, this would be more like league theory. And I was telling Marcus that I think one of the real problems in the NFL today is that it's been carried too much by um, fantasy and quarterback talk and gambling, and it's not carried enough by rivalries. I know a lot of fans really miss kind of team identities and, you know, what the Steelers-Ravens rivalry was or 49ers Seahawks or even somebody like Dallas Giants doesn't feel like a rivalry anymore, even though they're in the same division. And so I told Marcus that I really thought a great idea would be if the league created a kitty um, like an account with maybe a couple hundred million dollars in it. And if that sounds like a ridiculous amount of money, they already have one of these for owners when they want to build new stadiums. They, I think it's up to $300 million or something, where if you're an owner, you want to build a new stadium, the league will kick in 300 million bucks. Why not have a kitty like that so that when a player who's synonymous with your team, maybe, I don't know, Marcus, five years or more with your squad, is up for you know renewal or they're going to sign with someone else, that you can sign them at 10% over market value with no cost to your cap. That way the Cowboys or the commanders or the bills don't lose guys that are kind of synonymous with their franchise, because I think we have so much player movement now that it's hard for people to identify with teams anymore. They identify more with their fantasy team or maybe even their favorite team 
but they don't really identify with any of the other teams in their division. In other words, they don't have any kind of overarching thought about if you're a, a Giants fan, you don't really have a thought about the Eagles or what kind of team they are, or Washington, because none of their players stay there very long other than the quarterbacks. Yeah, and the NBA actually has something that's similar to this. They call it their bird rights, which basically allows a team to go over the salary cap to keep, you know, a, a star. Um, I would be a, I, I would be a fan of this. Now, I think you'd, you'd have to put in some stipulations. Maybe it's even further down the road. Like it has to be somebody who's been there for seven or eight years so that not just every single player is being retained. But I think it's good for the league when you have quarterbacks that stay on the same team for 12, 13 years. Or I, I think it's awesome that Keenan Allen has been with the Chargers for this many years, right? And that they've been able to, to keep him and use him in the same role. I, I do wish we would see not quite as much turnover on rosters as we're used to seeing. You know, we saw in the early 2000s, like the Cowboys kept getting these guys at the end of their career, like Keith Brooking, who had played their whole career with Atlanta. And I always wanted Keith Brooking's conditioner because whenever he would give the pregame speech, his hair would remember that Perfect. it was all oh, yeah. poofy. And he, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, when I really first thought of this, I was working for the league and Brian Urlacher, I think played his final year with Chicago in 2012. And he flirted with signing with the Cowboys or there was a lot of speculation about it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Cause of that uh, off Rod Marinelli and Lane Kiffin, right? Or sorry, there you Monty go. Kiffin, Monty Kiffin, Monty Kiffin. And yeah, definitely not Lane Kiffin. And Lane Kiffin was reading overhead projections at the time. Uh, yes, remember that press conference? One of the weirdest Al coaching Davis, press yes. conferences. Uh, or Al Davis, right, was reading the pro overhead projection about Lane Kiffin. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. I first thought of this. I was like, Brian Urlacher should not play for Dallas. No. That's what my thought was. But the Bears weren't going to spend the money for an aging player like that. And I thought, why can't the Bears get some kind of discount to keep Brian Urlacher a Bear? It's it's sure. so annoying when we see guys like Andre Johnson and we talk about them for Hall of Fame. And it's like they ended up playing with three teams at the end of their career because of the cap, because teams don't can't afford to pay. But there's even lesser players. You you mentioned Armstrong of the Cowboys today. Like he would be a perfect candidate of a guy sure. or J. Ron Curse, who who who've been with Dallas for a pretty good amount of time. And it'd be great if those kinds of guys could stay on the Cowboys. And then you have every team still kind of has a core group of guys that play there for a long time. I think that will in intensify rivalries because you have the same group of players playing each other in the same divisions for a long time. I agree. I, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if we eventually get there with the NFL, maybe in the next CBA that gets brought up because I know the NFL likes having a ton of roster turnover, but I don't think they like having this much where if you buy a guy's Jersey, you're worried that a year later he could be, gone right and i i, I yeah. don't think that's a good thing i don't either and i think it i think the nfl you know this part of the nfl was so much better uh in the old days when if you were a giants fan you couldn't stand the eagles and you knew all the eagles players um it's just not like that anymore and part of what made me thought of this uh, think of this is look at some of the games we have this week we have pittsburgh and baltimore right they had all these huge battles around 2009 2008 uh, AFC championship game uh, that year, Dallas, San Francisco, need I say more, uh, you know, it's just not the same group of guys playing on these teams year after year. Now Dallas, San Francisco is a little different. We're going to get to that pick because they have played two years in a row in the playoffs, but it's very rare that we get that anymore yep. uh, in the league. That being said, I see the commander's logo at the top. Is that the game we're kicking off? Oh no, it's the Thursday night game. Thursday night football, baby, <laughs> Chicago bears at Washington commanders. I can't imagine 
how excited Al Michaels is to do this game. Washington, six point favorites on Bet Online. Are you going to hate watch this? Definitely. 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 I'm also, I, this could be a game where if the Bears lose, we see a head coaching firing. Like this is, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see that. You don't see that? I don't see. No, I don't see Washington winning by six points. Uh, oh, okay. I think it's going to be I, ugly, ugly. I mean, is there a chance they could? Of course there is. But is there a better chance this is 17 to 16 Washington wins yes. in an ugly Thursday night game where uh, the broadcast booth is monotone and uh, there's no juice at all around this podcast, this broadcast or our podcast? Because I guarantee you if we do one after the game, you're going to be like your head's going to be down. on the, You're going to be like this. Yeah. Like, I might have to have you some know, of that check vodka just to get through that podcast. But remember when you used uh, to fall asleep in school with your head forehead on the school desk, but your yeah. hands weren't even on it. Like your hands would be at your side. You were just that bored that you just, that's what it's going to be like yeah. for this game. Uh, yeah. I'll take the bears plus six there. I'll take Washington. Uh, yeah. That, All right. That's what I'm saying. What's over under this better be low, low, <laughs> low. 44 and a half. Yeah. I'm going under. Yeah. So am I. Next uh, up. Right. I a Sunday morning game. We've got another London game. The Jacksonville Jaguars uh, technically going on the road to play the Buffalo Bills. Now, Jacksonville stayed in London for back-to-back road games. Or sorry, yeah, back-to-back London games. Bills, five-and-a-half-point favorites. You know, I don't like the London experience that much, I, uh, but I do like the idea of the Jags just staying there. I think that's a good idea, um, you know, for two straight games. Now, I don't know how Jags fans – uh, feel about it but uh, there was some scare there for a while I think that Jags fans had that their team might actually permanently end up uh, elsewhere that I don't think that's a real concern anymore but can I can um, I tell you a real thing that happened in the state of New York this morning sure. Kathy Hochul the uh, governor of New York made it now legal to sell alcohol starting at eight o'clock uh, a.m on Sunday so people can get buzzed for a London game while they're at their house the Why bar. should they do that when they can just go on a tour bus and get sliver bits? I, uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I just think it's amazing that we we're getting state laws changed because of a London football game. This is amazing. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's really silly. Uh, you know, I'm going to take the Bills to cover this. I think the Bills win by seven. I haven't been impressed with Jags of what I've seen. I know the Jags won there last week. It will help the Jags though that they were there all yep. week and Buffalo's traveling. That's my only concern. So I might encourage you to walk away and I'm not touching the over under on this game. I don't care what it is. I'm taking Jacksonville to not only cover the spread, but also to win this game outright. Tredavious white, their number one corner out for the year with an Achilles injury. They the already number one corner. Yeah. Buffalo's number one corner. They already didn't have depth at that position with the receivers that Jacksonville has. I'll, I'm, I'm going to pick them in the upset here. Okay, I, I I feel like the Jags are a really inconsistent team, and these London games are still squirrely to me. That's why I would stay away. But I'm putting some faith in the Bills that they've uh, turned it around since the, the Jets lost. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, a sneaky, fun game on Sunday afternoon. We've got the Houston Texans against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Your Houston Texans. My Houston Texans. I'm going to take the Texans on the road here. Um, I, I told you in our podcast last night that the Falcons still need to make plays. It was a word salad on my part, and I apologize. But basically what I was telling Marcus is that it's great to create matchup problems on offense. But if you can't make the basic throws or plays to capitalize 
on those matchup problems, it doesn't matter. And I don't see enough of that from what I have seen from Atlanta. I think Houston's got the clear advantage at quarterback here. I think we can already yep. say that. Yep. And I like actually both uh, how both these teams are coached. So I'm not going to give Houston some big, huge coaching advantage here. Uh, but I like Houston in this one. Yeah, I also like Houston for a different reason. We've got the Falcons coming back from London. They played a game the last week at London. Yep. Going here. Uh, now, they are playing at home, but this Houston Texans team, they're starting to get some offensive linemen back. Laramie Tunsil practiced today. Titus Howard, the right tackle, practiced today. I, I, I just like where this team is headed. I'm going to take the Texans here as well. Next Your one. Houston Texans. My Houston Texans. Uh, Panthers at Lions. Lions, nine and a half point favorites at home. I'm not touching that. I mean, I, do the Lions win by 10? They might, but why Why take that risk? Uh, too, if that's you're, too many points. If you're betting your hard-earned $5. You uh, you can't do that. You know, spend five euro instead, actually, for probably like $4.30 of euro yep. on sliver bits. Uh, the Lions, uh, I like them at home in this game. If you're just in your pick em league, still take Detroit. We're really talking about the, the spread here, not whether or not the Lions are going to win. Um, we need to see something from Carolina's offense at this point, don't we? Yeah, I mean, we need to see some kind of improvement from Bryce Young. I did think he looked okay last week against Minnesota. I, this pass rush for the Lions is really good. I, I, I'm curious to see how Bryce Young handles it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some defensive rankings, and I'm actually kind of impressed uh, with the Lions so far, um, kind of. I say kind of. I'm still a little skeptical uh, on that front. But either way, this is a game, by the way, the Lions have to win. And yes. I know that sounds weird to say must win, but you've got a clearly weaker opponent coming into your place. The Lions, uh, I think they had some problems last year with having teams come into their place. And like the Seattle game that was like 47 to 41. De Detroit played some teams like Buffalo and Green Bay really great last year. And we've seen them do it this year. Uh, against Kansas City, but you don't want to see a weaker opponent come into your place and sneak no. a W because Detroit needs to stack these, uh, not for the NFC North, but to compete the NFC as a whole and get, you know, uh, a good seating. Do the Colts have to win this game? I think it's a bigger game for the Titans than it is the Colts. Why? Uh, well, because I feel like the Colts are still in a little bit of a rebuilding mode, right? You've got a rookie quarterback in Anthony Richardson who's still figuring things out. We'll see if Jonathan Taylor plays in this game. I know he's expected to practice, but I don't think this is the year that the, the Colts are trying to make some noise in the AFC South. This is clearly the last year for the Ryan Tannehill, DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry kind of core. You're two and two. You've got to beat a rookie quarterback here. I'm going to take the Titans, but it's a one-point spread. Tennessee is favored. Um, sneaky fun game. Yeah, I am leaning Colts on this. The reason I asked do the Colts need to win this game is because we, we just talked about the Texans. I think Texans fans are excited about their team. And these are two teams that are kind of in similar positions playing rookie quarterbacks. But I think everyone thought the Colts were going to be better. But I feel like people are more excited about the Texans and the Colts. There doesn't oh, seem to be a lot of uh, a lot of juice around this organization. So you have a team that's been reeling in the Titans. I know they got the big win against the Bengals last week, but they are far from uh, a great team. I think the Titans are an eight and nine kind of team. 
and they're coming into your place. I feel like this is a, a game the Colts need to win to get people jazzed about where yeah. the team is headed. But I like your point as well. Uh, either way, this is a, a division game, and those are always important. Uh, let's go to the uh, next game on the list. Giants at Dolphins. Giants just had a game where uh, Daniel Jones was sacked, was it 10 times, 11, 11. times? 11 times. Yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, the spread, Dolphins minus 11 here. That's high, man. Don't you think Brian Dable will get these guys ready to play? Uh, Brian Dable was in this division. I, he still knows a lot of the Dolphins personnel, I think. I imagine he is livid about the way they got embarrassed. I see the Giants giving the Dolphins a little bit of a game here. I'm not saying Miami doesn't win by 10, but you're having to have them win by 11. I don't love it. Yeah, I would stay away from the spread, but I, I do think the Dolphins win this game. I, I The Giants can't cover anybody, and I think the pass rush of the, the Dolphins, while it hasn't been great this year, they should get back Jalen Phillips. The Giants are just in a really tough spot. Still no Andrew Thomas this week. We'll see about Saquon Barkley. They lost their center against Seattle. This feels like kind of the Giants season. If they lose this game and you drop to one and four and you get blown out in all four losses, I think – I, I seriously think the Giants have to start thinking about some major changes on at least the offensive side of the ball. I, I don't disagree, but I think that's why they don't get blown out is exactly everything they, you just they said. They have now, to make this game close. Yeah. Saquon playing would make a big deal. And the Giants' defensive line imposing its will. And, it's you know, possible. we've seen we've seen Tua have plenty of Valley games. A lot of peak games, but some Valley games for him as well. You start getting pressure, you're going to get that kind of performance potentially and then if you can use your running game, you're the Giants, and that includes the quarterback, Daniel Jones, uh, then then you keep this game a low-possession defensive kind of game, and, and that makes it really hard to win by 11. Uh, but yeah. I'm with you. The Dolphins win this game uh, outright. Next up. Uh, Saints at Patriots. Patriots, one-point favorites at home against Derek Carr. I'll take the Patriots all day. Uh, Derek Carr's one. banged up. The Patriots got embarrassed last week. Uh, I don't think that I think the Patriots lean really hard on Stevenson and Zeke Elliott this week. Yeah. Now, no Christian Gonzalez. He might be out for the year with a shoulder injury. Matt Judon, Taurus biceps. Oh, Patriots are getting, the Patriots are getting thin on defense, but I do think they're going to find a way to get a win here. I will take the Patriots to win this game outright. Uh, our last one o'clock game. Ravens at Steelers. You've been on record that you think this is a very overrated matchup. You don't like watching these two teams play no, against each other. I don't. Ravens, four-point favorites on the road. It's just their games. First of all, that's ridiculous. Pittsburgh's played so well against this team. Kenny Pickett is playing. Baltimore is the walking wounded. I get it. Pittsburgh looked terrible last week. Um, you know, Baltimore has got a nice record. But, uh, you know, look, Mike Tomlin... I don't I know. Say, if this you is know a Mike this. Tomlin game. This is a Mike Tomlin game through and through. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't want to say the stat that you love so much. Um, the reason I never really liked this game is because it's such an ugly uniform matchup. It's just ugly to watch. It just sucks. You know, the, and this is going to be a 19 to 17 type of game. Yeah. Probably five turnovers, bunch of drop passes, bunch of fumbles, and it's just not going to be well played. I think that's the biggest I, thing. They're not well played games. I just never enjoyed watching this, you know, and people say, yeah, but it's such a physical game. Honestly, I thought the Seattle San Francisco rivalry was better and it was yeah. very similar um, defensive dominated, but there are much, it was much more about big 
awesome, great plays by Justin Smith or by, you know, Marshawn Lynch, as opposed to mistake filled games when Seattle and San Francisco would lock heads in the same era that this Steelers Ravens rivalry was great. So that's why, but either way, I don't like Baltimore at minus four here. Uh, I like Pittsburgh uh, to either win outright or to cover this. I will take actually Baltimore to get the road win, but I think they get it by one point. Uh, and I will take, uh, so I'm going against this uh, Vegas spread here. Uh, with Pittsburgh losing last week the way that they did, I, I just think they're going to be fired up in this one. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of like Tomlin football where they just run, lean on their defense. We should mention the Ravens lost their right tackle, Morgan Moses, last week. Now they're going to have probably a fourth-round rookie blocking T.J. Watt. Feels like a game the defense for the Steelers win, so I'll take Pittsburgh outright. Okay. All right, next one. You ready? And we're ready mm-hmm. to do our 4 o'clock games. Bengals at Cardinals. The Cardinals are three-point home underdogs in this one. Yeah, so you told me this when I was at the grocery store. You told me this spread, and I was like, that's just dumb. What about the Bengals – gives you any confidence right now about the way they're playing other than past performance. Meanwhile, Arizona's out there lining up every week, playing their butt off. They're at home. Uh, why should the Bengals be favored? I think at the, at best, this should be either a push. I don't know how you favor the Bengals. I mean, I guess I you know. could give them a point, but I'm not giving them three. There's no, no, no way, way I'm betting on the Bengals here. I'll take the Cardinals to win outright. I, I just think they're, they're playing much better right now. They have a quarterback that can move and that can actually throw the ball down the field. Joe Burrow does not want to take any kind of, hit, uh, of hits right now. T. Higgins not going to play with a rib injury. I think the Cardinals win this game like 23 to 16. What's the over-under on this? What do you think it should be? Well, the Bengals offense can't get out of neutral right no. now. Uh, but the Cardinals offense, it's effective in spots but it's not the kind of offense that's going to put 35 up on you. I think a good Cardinals offensive performance would be 22, 24 points. Yep, I agree. Uh, the Bengals defense is no pushovers, even though they didn't didn't play well last week. I think the over-under on this game should honestly be no higher than 42. Like, no higher than that. Yeah, it's 44 and a half. Yeah, it's too it's high. It's too high. It's too high. Yeah. I take the under there. Uh, all right. I'm, by next... the way, I'm going with you on the Cardinals winning out right here. Yep. Okay. Uh, next one, we've got Eagles at Rams. The Eagles are four-point mm. road favorites. Give me the Rams to cover that. Uh, I think the, this is another one. I think the Eagles win by one. Um, the Eagles have not been impressive. The Rams have played much better than they think, and the Eagles are not going to have a pushover at quarterback last week. There's a there's a sizable difference between the quarterbacks the Eagles have struggled against uh, sure. If you think about it, it, you're talking about Sam Howell and you're talking about Mac Jones and now they're playing Matt Stafford, a little different deal. Yeah. I'll, I'll still take the Eagles to cover the spread. I just don't see the Rams being able to block at all in this game. And with Matt Stafford dealing with a little bit of a hip injury, he's not going to want to take any additional hits. So I'll take the Eagles. I think this is the bounce back game for them on offense. I think they win like 35 to 21. If the Eagles don't get there, though, if they don't get home, Cooper Cup's coming back, they could be in serious trouble. Yeah. Next one, Jets at Broncos. What a game. Uh, Broncos, (laughs) one-point favorites. I remember our guy Adam Schefter saying before the year that this could possibly get flexed into the Sunday night football game instead of Cowboys 49ers because of uh, what? We had Sean Payton going after Nate Hackett, 
right? Remember that the whole yeah. saga. Can we just flex it to next Thursday? It's Can really we just where flex it, it out of the NFL. Like, we don't yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll take the cream. Jets to win, but man, I don't feel good about it. Well, I, this line is stupid. Why? Is why stupid. are the Why are the Broncos favored at all Who in knows? this game? Who um, give me the Jets all day here. I tell you, a guy, that this will be an interesting game for. Isn't this the exact matchup in the exact stadium that Brees Hall got last for the year? Or am I am I misremembering that? Or was, or was that, that against just Green Bay? That was against Green Bay. Maybe it was against. Maybe it was this game that Brees Hall had that ridiculous long run. Yes, uh, against. Yes. I, I might be misremembering. Um, Jets defense, Jets secondary, huge advantage against the Broncos offense, huge advantage. This better be a super low total. I mean, super low. There's no way these teams score more than 35. So uh, now the Vegas is not going to set it that low. They probably have it 38 and a half. Hold on. Remember, Denver gave up 70. Uh, it's not two happening. Weeks ago. Not they against gave the up, Jets. What, 28 against the Bears last week? It's not happening against the Jets. All right, it's fine. Uh, 43. Yeah, I'm going under all day. Lock all right. it in. Uh, next game. Sneaky good game. Kansas City Chiefs at the Minnesota Vikings. Chiefs four-point favorites. And I'll take the Vikings to win outright. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to go with you on that. I like a lot. I don't... I mean, you don't have to be that bold. You could just take the points here and, you know, maybe you get one of those 28, 26 type of games or something like that. But I think this is the type of team that the Chiefs could potentially struggle with because the, the Vikings have a good quarterback. They've got an offense that can put up a lot of points. They're at home. Kansas City coming off a, you know, kind of an emotional Sunday night football game on the road, back-to-back road games. Why not? Let's see here. Yeah, you know, oh, that's tough. First of all, I don't I don't know that I love the spread here that they gave us. So at Kansas City Favored by four, given the offensive struggles that they've had, and the defense has been playing above its head, above the rim, really, for them. And so even if Kansas City's offense comes back, I don't know that Kansas City's defense can keep this up. And as you mentioned, you know, this is a decent passing game they're going to be playing against. I'm going to go with you on this. Uh, Minnesota just winning outright, so the spread's really a non-factor. All right, our Sunday night football game, maybe the best one of the year that we're going to have. Dallas at San Francisco. The 49ers are three and a half point favorites. I don't know. I, I tell you what, I mean, I do love this game, but Chargers Cowboys next Monday night looks really well, I'm uh, saying our best Sunday night game. Uh best Sunday night game. Okay. All right, a couple of things. So I'm thinking of my man on the uh, uh on our uh European tour who's wearing his Roger Staubach jersey. I think he's listening in his truck right now. What's up, bro? If you are uh with your Sam Elliott voice. Uh, I know you want your Cowboys to win. I don't think it's going to happen. However, three and a half points we've talked about before. It's always a tricky line. I think I stay away from the spread. I would like to know what the total is on this game. Uh, We've got 45. That sounds about right, doesn't it? I I think they actually did a good job there. I think like a 24-21 game feels very likely. Yeah, it really does. I like San Francisco to win outright here, Marcus. I know, look, it's a big game for the Cowboys. I think the worst, I've told you before, I think the worst outcome for the Cowboys here is either A, they get blown, the doors blown off of them, or B, they blow the doors off the 49ers and get overconfident, and then they just get beat in the playoffs. What I'd like to see here, really for both teams, for the league, for fans, is a close 
defensively controlled struggle. But by defensively controlled, I don't mean sloppy. I mean just a clean game where both of these uh, talented defenses assert themselves. Yeah, this one's tough. I'll take the 49ers to win. I, I think they're, they're going to be able to run the ball. I, I don't know if I trust Dallas's corners yet. Um, I, I think this is going to be a good game. I think we're going to get a really, really tough competitive. So who's your pick? I'm, I'm going I'm 49ers, 49ers outright. I'll take 49ers outright as well. How about this three and a half point sped, spread if people want to stay away, want to go stay there? Away. You say stay away as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and the over under, we already said. Uh, feels pretty good. I think the biggest issue in this game, because and we're spending a little more time on this game, obviously this is a huge game on the schedule. The biggest issue in this game to me is the Cowboys' defensive interior. It really is. Is yeah. Can Van Der Esch get off of blocks? Because usually when he makes big plays, he's running free. We, we know the Cowboys' defensive tackles are not going to dominate this game. They're going to probably struggle. And so Van Der Esch isn't going to be clean. And the 49ers play use check on half their plays. Yep. I, that's a clear advantage 49ers. And I don't see if I'm San Francisco, I'm playing power football. Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Nothing against Brock keep, Purdy. Run up the middle against Dallas and see how well they, they, their linebackers and defensive tackles can play. I, I think that's the way to, to keep the game close. Don't have to necessarily rely on your defense, but I think they will. I think this is a game where Christian McCaffrey could get 28 touches. I would also say for the Cowboys, it is absolutely imperative, absolutely imperative that they make all their kicks in this game because they're going to need them. And you've got to take some shots. You have to. Don't let the 49ers linebackers, who are very, very good, creep up on Tony Pollard because they're not missing those tackles. You know, and Tony Pollard, I mean, nothing would be better for the Cowboys for him than to him to have a big run early in this game and make them think about it. And I think you do that. By taking a chance down the field. And if Dak throws a long interception, that's okay. That's okay. And I think Brock Purdy's going to have one big mistake in this game. Because yeah. I think Tank and Micah are 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 going to, they're going to get theirs. They're going to get theirs and they can force a mistake. Last game, Packers at Raiders on uh, Monday Night Football. Packers, mm. two-point favorites. Really good uni matchup here. Uh, bad game. This is pack bad game. Great uni matchup. This is Super Bowl two uni matchup. One of the sneaky good ones in NFL history. That's Packers white at uh, Raiders dark. I know most of you aren't into that, so I apologize. <laughs> but uh, this is the one team that I was telling Marcus, I have not gotten to see hardly at all this year. It, it's Green Bay. And so I really need to lock in on this. What do you think so far of Jordan Love? Because really, he hasn't been talked about that much partially because the media wasn't really allowed to cover the Packers practices. Remember in training camp and there's just been other stories and we have several young quarterbacks going in the league and Jordan loves, not a rookie. He's been there a while. So what's your take so far on him? I think he's been fine. I think he's above that Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones tier quarterbacks, but he's not in the Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. And, you know, that he's just in that really weird range of quarterbacks in the NFL that we just don't really discuss enough, like somewhere between 15 and 19, where yeah. depending on the drive, he looks good. And then another drive, he struggles. I want to see what he looks like when he has the full offensive line. He has all of his playmakers healthy. But so far, I'd give him like a C plus. Yeah, I, I, it, it's interesting to me because I, I really – 
thought that he showed a lot of potential, but you know, I'm looking at the Raiders pass defense right now, man. And it, 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 it's pretty brutal. Uh, they've given up eight touchdowns. They have one interception. Um, they, you know they're they one have, of the worst here, defenses a, in the league. I got a stat for you. Ready? Yeah. In their last 25 games, they have seven interceptions, and none <laughs> of them have come from their cornerbacks. That's brutal. Well, one of them came on that throwback from Jacoby Myers all the way across the field. That was <laughs> a, a guy that's not even on the team anymore. <laughs> Oh, but Jacoby Myers is back with the Raiders, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, at least the Raiders are getting a lot out of their draft classes. Mm. Oh gosh, yeah. it must be right. so hard uh, covering right. uh, them for USA Today. I'm I'm going Packers to cover here. All right, let's go through this really quickly. We've got the Commanders winning outright against the Bears. Uh, you and yep. I both. I, I like Jacksonville to beat Buffalo. You like the Bills to win outright. Texans Falcons. I like the Texans to win. I think you do as well. I do. Uh, Panthers Lions, we both like the Lions to win. Titans Colts, we both like the Titans. Giants. Stay Dolphins. away from the Lions line yep. though. It's too. It's too big. Same yep. for Giants Dolphins. We like the Dolphins to win, but not at that number. Saints Patriots, we both like the Patriots to win and cover. Ravens Steelers, you like the Ravens to win, uh, but not to cover. I like the Steelers just just to just win outright. Bengals Cardinals, I like the Cardinals to win. I think you do as well, right? Yes. Okay. Eagles Rams. I like the, the Eagles to cover that spread. You like the Eagles to win. You like the Rams outright? No, I like the Eagles to win, but not, not to cover. Not to cover. Jets Broncos. We both like the Jets. Chiefs Vikings. We're both taking the Vikings to pull off the upset at mm. home. Cowboys 49ers. Stay away from the spread. Take the 49ers outright. Packers Raiders. We both like the Packers. Yeah, uh, just a couple things real quick. I agree with you. The sneaky great game of the week is the Chiefs Vikings. I think that one's a lot of fun. Uh, what was the total on the Ravens Steelers? Because I think that should be really low. That might be a. Oh boy, do you want to go under thirty-eight? No. That's tough. That's tough. No, because you get a you can get a twenty-one twenty game and it goes. I know. I know. I think I like the Broncos Jets under a little bit more. But one thing on the Ravens that I noticed, they're only allowing uh, three point eight yards per play. They're one of two teams in the league that are allowing under four yards per play. That's really really strong. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, they just, uh, as you pointed out, they are they are the walking wounded. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty good slate of games, though. There's there's some fun matchups on here. I, th- I think this is a good week of games. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy week five. Should be a lot of fun. I don't know why I raised my voice right there, but uh, last thought. A little bit sir. higher. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird that we get a Sunday night football game of this magnitude early in the year when we get two heavyweights. Uh, when one's four and zero, one's three and one. I think we're going to learn a lot about both of these teams. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's drenched in history. These teams have met in the postseason so many times, not just the last two years, man. In the 90s, they met in the 81 championship game, which is probably the greatest game of all time, quite, quite frankly. And they met three straight years uh, right after the merger, 70, 71, and 72 in the postseason. So much history. Uh, great uni matchup. You know I love to point that out. Classic uniforms. And Sunday night, which is the best coverage. You yep. know, uh, of all of our broadcast groups. So, yeah, there, there's nothing not to like. But the, that Vikings-Chiefs, man, make sure you catch that one because I think that's going to be a competitive game. I think we'll see some really good quarterback play. And I'm, i I got to be honest, I don't think it's an Elliott Harrison special, but uh, Rams-Eagles, I'm going to be watching that. Yeah, not bad. I, I, I definitely want to see the Rams pull the upset off there. But uh, that's all we got. That's all for us if you want to listen to more 49ers cowboys coverage listen to locked on cowboys marcus actually did a crossover 
uh, podcast with the 49ers Locked On group. So take a listen to that. He also does Dynasty uh, for the Locked On Network and covers the Raiders gleefully for USA Today. Raiders Wire, uh, don't forget his writing for the 33rd team. How else can I promote you? Uh, Oh, yeah, at Marcus underscore Mosher. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. And we really appreciate you guys. And we might do a podcast Thursday night. We'll see. Against our will. We'll talk to you all later. Thanks, Ben Online. Thanks, Believe. And of course, thank you, Courtney. Take care, everybody.